And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. Today on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Justice. You just heard the Dell Counts. And coming up right now, from the nominal record label, located at 726 Richard Street, in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, it's Vapid with Do the Earthquake.
you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there from Akron, Ohio, 1977, 78, 79, brand new on Smogvale, Teacher's Pet. They unearthed the legendary, unreleased Teacher's Pet album, and you heard Fast Food Baby. Before that, from Montreal, Quebec, the CPC Gangbangs with either, I'm not sure, The Broken Glass or Rich, Rich, Rich. The reason I can't tell is it's on an amazing picture disc, and it's really hard to tell what sides what. This, both songs are really great. Really looks great. I just couldn't tell exactly what it was. Rich, Rich, Rich. Great, great, great by the CPC Gangbangs. Gangbangs, a 7-inch, and they are playing the Astoria here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on the 30th of May. That's the CPC Gangbangs at the Astoria with Ladies' Night and Japanther on the 30th at the Astoria in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And before that, Vapid from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, who are playing the Astoria on May 31st. So you have it all worked out. CPC Gangbangs, Ladies' Night, Japanther, and then Vapid the next night, all at the authority at the authoritative Astoria. And speaking of authoritative, the Vapid was released again on the nominal records label from 726 Richard Street, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. On an Ardwar to Human Serviette show today, an interview with, from Paris, France, Justice. Teacher's Pet put out a whole album, as I mentioned. It hasn't been heard in years. In fact, it's probably never really been heard up until now, until Smogville released this brand new CD. We heard Fast Food Baby, but that's not enough to hear for a band that has not been released in years and years and years. So we have another song all ready to go here for you by Teacher's Pet. And again, Teacher's Pet was formed in the fall of 1977. They released their single Hooked on You, backed with To Kill You, on the Clone Records label in early 1978. Rolling Stone's History of Rock and Roll first edition claimed that Teacher's Pet never got the hit they deserved with the hook on you single well this isn't the hooked on you single this is another food theme track by teacher's pet and it is called meet me at the hot dog stand in half an hour but don't tell your dad She was hard to beat, she was just 15 She was looking so bad I said, let's get together, we can have a good time Down the street, there's a place you can go I'll meet you there, so 
Still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. That right there was the intro for my interview with Justice from Paris, France. That, of course, was Isaac Hayes with Good Love, number six. And before that, Teacher's Pet with Meet Me at the Hot Dog Stand in half an hour, but don't tell your dad. Here right now is an interview with, from Paris, France, Justin! 
Check, check, check. We are with the human serviette. Nardwar, the human serviette. Nardwar, the human serviette. Yeah. Nardwar, the human serviette. Check, check, check. All right. Who are you? I'm Xavier from Justice. And Xavier, who do you have beside you? Gaspard from Justice. Hi. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thanks, sir. So here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at the Commodore Ballroom. What do you want to see in Canada? Uh, happy people and fun and tears and blood and sweat. Is there anything you're looking forward to seeing in Canada? Mm, yeah, I guess so. Maybe maple syrup. What did you think Canada would be like? Mm. Colder. Yeah, yeah, definitely colder. So it's doing okay then here in Vancouver? Yeah, it's like summer here. But weren't you back east? It was pretty cold back east, wasn't it? In Toronto, wasn't it cold out there? Yeah, Mo Montreal was really cold, but it was uh, all right. We had like some great footage of us like playing in the snow. It was cool. What did the photos look like in the snow? Who was doing what? Uh, we were making like great drawings, like pissing in the snow, but like really amazing drawings. Snow angels, you know, like lying out doing the snow angel? No, 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 no. Stuff that might be on the cover of an album? Sorry? An album? An LP cover, perhaps? Yeah, why not? Also in France, we have a famous Canadian artist that's been hanging out in France for a little while. Do you know who that might be? We have a lot, actually, like the biggest French singers are all Canadian singers. You know, like we have like Garou, Céline Dion, like, like yeah, all the biggest French singers are always uh, from Quebec. And how do they do? Are they any good? Yeah, they are. I mean, even if we don't like their music, uh, there is no like uh, smoke without a fire and, and if they are like that popular that means they are quite good in a way have you heard of the chanteuse known as Feist yeah, yeah. we love her because yeah, she hung out in France quite a bit didn't she yeah yeah we love her did she ever see you in France have you met Feist at all no we, we've been uh, we, we have seen her live uh, a few hours ago but uh, I, 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 we, we, we know she's living like not far from uh, our flat we're not stalkers huh? <laughs> but we've been to her concert yeah it was cool because I was wondering, your big hit, Dance, the lyrics go, and I was wondering if this is perhaps props to Feist, because the lyrics go, do the D-A-N-C-E, one, two, three, four, fight. Ah, I think you say one, two, three, four, Feist. Feist. Could that be? Because when I'm listening, is that props to Feist? <sighs> totally. Like, if ever you see us, it's props to you, Feist, because we love you. One, two, three, four. Feist. To Feist. When you were actually doing that song, you instructed the choir to sing slightly off, didn't you? The lead, yeah. the eight-year-old. Like, yeah, we wrote the score with, like, um, mistakes in the score. But, like, not big mistakes. You know, they are just, like, some kind of notes that end up, like, half a tone or, like, too high or too low just for the voice to be, like, not so perfect. Because even if they were, like, uh, kid singers, they are professionals. That means you give, you give them a score and they sing exactly what is on the score. So we had to cheat a bit and to write like mistakes on the score, yeah. And that's what I was kind of thinking. You're kind of tricky, you know, justice are kind of tricky. So with one, two, three, four, Feist, I thought maybe you wrote down Feist for the singer to sing. That might be, uh, yeah, that, this is a way to see it, yeah. Uh, we're okay with that. And which is amazing because Feist's big hit is one, two, three, four. Four, four. but now one, two, three, four. Feist. Feist with Justice. Justice, you know, I'm talking to you here now, but seeing you live, I mean, that is really where it's at, isn't it? That is really what? That's where it's at. You know, Beck, where it's at. You know. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I hope. Like, we'll see. I mean, the visual aspect of justice. For instance, I was thinking about the visual aspect. Yeah. Like, when somebody goes into a justice concert, they look at the stage, what might be shining really in their face? Um, our teeth. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Your teeth. We did the same thing at the same time. Bravo. Yeah, yeah, our teeth. And, uh, no, but like, like visual-wise, we just kept it like really raw and simple. And actually, we just use white light in a really simple way. We don't have like any images, any projections, any lasers or whatever. And we have a glowing cross. The glowing cross. And I was thinking, hmm, Justice, you guys love rock and roll and you love rock and roll history, don't you? Yeah, we're not like encyclopedias of rock and roll, but we do like it a bit, yeah. And you sample, you know, you're down with history, so I'm thinking, I wonder, could this be, could this be the inspiration right here, and I'm looking really hard here for the inspiration, the inspiration is this, right here, the inspiration. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Could you hold this up and please examine, what is this, and is this the inspiration, perhaps, Justice, okay. for what is going on here? You get it, so it's like Isaac Hayes, Black Moses. And this is why we decided to make the cover artwork, like uh, uh, the, uh, to the, the folding cross inside the, 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 the CD uh, limited edition, is uh, just fold like this. And, uh, and actually, like the first idea we wanted to do was just to put Gaspard here in the cover like this, just like mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. But finally, we thought we should do something like a bit less referenced and a bit more simple. But yeah, you get it. It's fun because I think you are the first one yeah. to notice it. And it's a great album too, isn't it? Like this is a great album. And of course, Isaac Hayes, the chef, you know, he goes on in popular culture too. Yeah, yeah. Like Shaft and South Park and Scientology, mm. a lot so, of things. So when I walk into a Justice concert, I'm kind of looking at, I'm thinking of Black Moses. I'm thinking of a Black, I'm thinking it's a cool party for Black Moses, for Isaac Hayes. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I am Yellow Moses, and he's like a White Moses. In Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Doesn't it look like a Benetton advertising? <laughs> no, like... China, white people, black people. Yeah, I would have liked to see him as Jesus in the middle. That would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And Justice, did you guys once play a gig with two live crew? Uh, we did. I think we did one, but they were not uh, Luke Skywalker anymore because he left uh, two live crew. And it's a bit like having, like, I don't know, like uh, Rolling Stones without uh, Keith Richards or Jagger. But we didn't see them. Maybe it was cool. I don't know. It was just like... Uh, did you stick around and see the two live crew gig? Did you see it at all? Nope. <laughs> so what's the etiquette on that, Justice? You're playing a gig and you're playing with a band. Do you always stick to the end of the gig? You know, when the gig is on, do you stick to the end of the gig? You mean uh, our gig? Our the whole other... gig. If there's other bands, do you oh, stick around? Oh, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't know? No, no. I, I know we don't. But just because, like, actually, like, it's, it's fun, but we don't like concerts. We don't like to go to concerts and stuff. Uh, or it has to be like really not really good because uh, there's no like bad or good or whatever this is so subjective but it has to uh, really touch us and we are kind of uh, difficult with concerts but, but there are like some concerts we saw until the end and there are some bands we saw like 20 times last year because we love them as fancy that we are support to bring he here as a support or Zongamin like the uh, English uh, Japanese band that was really cool but there are not many uh, Cornelius as well. Justice, another thing I was wondering about. You have the song Phantom, don't you? Yep. 
And I was wondering about the inspiration behind the song Phantom. What can you tell the people about the band Goblin and the song Phantom by Justice? Okay, I'm, uh, but we're gonna tell you like uh, a big secret is that we don't know any other song by Goblin than the one we sampled to do Phantom. And it's fun because like we just heard that track um, played by Kavinsky in front of us in the party and we're just like, shit, we have to do something that sounds the same. And uh, we just came to him to say like, okay, give me your CD so we just can listen to it and, and try to do something that sounds a bit uh, similar. And we just listened to the song and we just thought, okay, like let, let's make it simple just like let's take the like because sometimes better do something straight with the original and sample it more than trying to do something that sounds a bit like this or that's fishy or whatever and, and it's fun because uh, like maybe one month after we released Phantom it seemed that everybody knew about Goblin you know and uh, and it's fun because we had like people coming to us and say like yeah I know what uh, where you take your sample for Phantom is is taken from uh, Dario Argento uh, uh, music we're like okay no you didn't get it like Dario Argento is a director and this is music from one of his movies but everyone pretended he knew a Goblin and and that was quite kind of fun but to be honest we didn't know Goblin before and we still don't know it. Well, there you have a Goblin 8-track. That's what I was wondering, where you had, like, knowledge of Goblin 8-track, but you got it from the films rather than the actual music. Yep. Can we keep that? Is it a present? Uh, perhaps. We'll negotiate. Uh, is it a present? I, I just want to know it before we continue the interview. Is that a present? Uh, we'll continue on with the interview and decide later, because there's some other important things here, Justice, to talk about. And that thing is, uh, I'm not quite sure, Justice, if it's time to take the Goblin 8-track. Okay, what are you going to do? I take it, and so. Well, I, well, I would, what am I going to do? What would you do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I would just say, like, thank you. No. I, I, I think I would uh, hit him with the mic. Uh, okay, I'll let you hit him with the mic. No, no, because it's your take. It's okay, it's okay. We're no, it's... Uh, but there's another important band that I want to ask you about. These guys, the Brothers Johnson. Yeah. Are you a stalker or what? <laughs> what can you tell the people about the Brothers Johnson? Because from what I understand, you guys sample the Brothers Johnson, and these are the guys that played on... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, like, uh, yeah, we did take, uh, like, the other, like, big sample of the album. So the first one was Goblin, and that, that is the other one. So we, take, we took it. And, and then after we got the, the thing done, we just, like, realized that Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones and Rod Temperton are, like, involved in this record. And we did sample a song written by Rod Temperton. And for those who don't know, he's the guy who wrote, like, a thriller or loads of stuff for Donna Summer and Michael Jackson. And yeah, so that was kind of like, uh, you know, we call them like prison samples. Is that things you sample and if you get caught, you go to prison. Mm. And this is what is maybe going to happen, yeah. But it's cool. We don't regret it. Like the track is cool. And, uh. oh, these guys are amazing. The Brothers Johnson is the rhythm section or the bassist guy that played on all the Michael Jackson hits. Like this is incredible. And you have them on your record now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's why it sounds good. Justice, when you guys do a remix, do you get to hear all the tracks that are on the remix? Do you get to hear the raw tape when you do a remix? Um, yeah, um, and, and the, 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 the funny thing is that we did remixes sometimes uh, without knowing the original. And it's always uh, better like to, to, to begin with a, a clear mind, you know, uh, without knowing the original. 
What's it like when you do the remix? Like, do you hear stuff that was never intended to be heard at all? Do you hear weird things? Like, you guys did remix. Like, what do you hear that's kind of interesting? Yeah, sometimes we have, like, uh, it depends. Like, there are some people that are two schools. There are people who give you, like, the, just the, like, um, just the, the good takes. Everything, like, really, like, EQ'd and compressed. So everything is really clean. And there are people who are, give, who are too lazy to make it and they're just giving you everything that was in the session of the track they did so then you have like outtakes uh, like a really bad um, like do you hear Britney outtakes or Justin Timberlake outtakes or nerd outtakes I mean you've had access to remixing these people what sort of neat stuff to hear on the Britney tape like just amazing a cappella and actually this was the most amazing a cappella we've ever had it's really cool it sounds really good but because they're professional and they don't let anything like bad you know, coming out uh, or everything. No, no, we just had like a vocal text that were amazing. You guys are really daring No Justice because with the Justin Timberlake track, did you guys slightly change it off tempo a bit? Not off tempo. For, for us, like when we did the, that remix, we didn't, knew the, we didn't know the original track. But I mean, basically you screwed with Justin Timberlake. That's amazing. You weren't afraid to really kind of change but, it. But we, we didn't know. It, 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 it was just the natural... Uh, it was more logical to do it this way, so... When, when we were like uh, just uh, listening to the a cappella, we were just like making like this, and for us it was the natural way to put the voices on. And when, when we discovered the original one, that is like uh, not the same, uh, not the same uh, rhythm, not the same groove, first we just thought like, oh shit, it sounds so weird, the original because for us it was not natural and then we thought like alright so they, they just like got this uh, thing off tempo and they just didn't like uh, they, 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 they didn't tell us you know they were just saying like yeah it's cool thank you very much and they didn't tell us like guys this is not the real tempo but that means and that's what is cool with the uh, remixes is that you have a million ways to, to, to use like voices or, or instruments or stuff and, uh, and this is what is cool also is that you can do whatever you want and, and it's possible to make like cool things with uh, like bad stuff or to make bad stuff with cool things you know there's always like a million ways to, uh, to do your thing Justice are you guys good at mixing anything else like are you good at mixing soup or mixing cake or anything like that yeah sure and, and th th this is where we started actually what sort of stuff have you made what sort of cake or soup or batter have you made yeah, I'm really good at a lot of stuff you know I love cooking I do pot au feu, crepes, stuff like this. I can do like pretty much everything when it's about cooking. Do you like horse meat? Yeah, I do. What type of horse meat do you like? But there's like just one horse meat that is just like dead horse turned into meat. And that's really good, yeah. Like it's a bit touchy in France to eat horse because like a horse is like a friend of human beings. But I just like so like it, it's really good. Like raw, uh, raw horse meat is really good. Have you guys eaten any good French food out of France? Where's the best food that's French of a variety out of France? Where have you eaten good French food out of France? Nowhere else. Oh, yeah, I guess nowhere. Nowhere. No, nowhere else? Not even close? No, no, no. No, no. Have you had horse meat anywhere else except France? Nope. No, no, no. I was curious, Justice. You have a new president called... Nicolas Sarkozy. Sarkozy. And Sarkozy has a really interesting wife. Her name is Carla... Bruni. 
Carla Bruni, who is Sarkozy's wife? What can you say about Sarkozy's wife? She's a singer. She's a, she's a former model. Yeah. And she's a singer now, like it's been like five or six years she's a singer. Yeah, like, you know, it's been a long time. We've never, we didn't go to France, so we don't really know what happens. But it seems that a lot of people are a bit like upset that he's marrying a model. But I just want to tell all these people, like, man, if you have like a model wanted to marry you, you, you would do it. So let them know worries, you know, like, because this guy is like really small, he doesn't look really good, you know. But then he had the opportunity of marrying a model because he was president of France. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, you know, don't lie to yourself. If you can marry a model because you're president, you just do it, you know. So yeah. for us, that's not a big... That's not... What's your music like? Would you guys ever remix at all, Carla Bruni? No, but you know, we, we, the, 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 there's a kind of uh, joke in France about her voice because uh, she, she's singing like very uh, quietly and, and, and there is a kind of running gag of her like uh, see, uh, uh, where, where, when you are going to see her live she's like she's singing like this you know wow, it's really I, I didn't even know about this gag it's cool Justice for song length what is the proper song length, do you think, for Justice? Because legendary American songwriter Wesley Willis, he said no song should be over 2 minutes and 50 seconds. What do you think about that? I think he's right. Maybe like, the, I, I would say, me, I would say like 3 minutes and 10 seconds. But, uh, but it's really hard to stick on that. Actually, if, if we could have done like just an album with like 3 minute songs, we would have do it. But the thing is that... Uh, as we, we, like our first album, we tried to make like some kind of disco opera where all the tracks are linked together and stuff. And just the gaps take a long time, just take a long time. And, and sometimes we had to extend the tracks just to uh, include like new moods that can bring to the next track. So that's why sometimes we did like tracks that are like four minutes or, but, but I think like the longest track we ever did was five minutes. How about when Justice is up on stage? Do you guys speak much when you're on stage? How much speaking should there be at a rock and roll concert? Uh, we yeah, we do speak. We, we, we don't have mics, so nobody can hear us, but we do speak. We speak together. Just, you just speak to each other. Yeah, ju just to be sure that we don't do like um, conflictual moves when we're, you know, because we're like just making like this music on stage. And so we have to just like the talking we have is really stupid. It's just like, okay. We move in eight bars. Or like, don't do that because I'm fucking doing that at the same moment, so just go on something else. Or it's what we do, we say. But no mics for the DJs then? No. What do you think about that, guys that have mics going, all right, all right, like for instance, DJ Funk. You've played some gigs with DJ Funk, haven't you? Yeah, it's cool, but we don't DJ, you know, we play live, so we don't need a mic to uh, entertain people with that. But DJ Funk is good, but you have to be a rock star to that, and we are not. We are not really good MCs, yeah. yeah. Who does the lights for justice who does the lights for you guys lewis it's a guy called lewis like he's a french guy he's uh, 25 years old and uh, he used to work in theaters before and uh, he's really good at this like and that's what is cool is that i think he never he never like uh, made lights for concerts before just for theaters but uh but no, he's perfect for us, and we're really happy to... You know, he's almost like uh, the third member of the band. Like, when we do live shows, there is, like, three third members for the band. There's the light engineer, Lewis, the sound engineer. We have, like, he's called, like, Peter Franco here and Malik in France. And the cross, the glowing cross. These are, like, the third member. A.K.A. Isaac. 
no. Just a glowing cross. AKA Isaac Hayes. No, no, no. AKA just a glowing cross. And it's white. Also, you have the amps up there. How many amps are up behind you there? How many Marshall stacks are there? Mm-hmm. 18. 18. Any significance on that number at all, being 18? Yep. 18 is like the... Uh, the uh, is half 36 okay and when you add every number from 1 till 36 you do like 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5 until 36 it makes 666 do it with if you have a calculator you just add like 1 plus 2 plus 3 until 36 and you have it winding up here justice what is the oaken fold what is the oaken fold the dj move known as the oaken fold i have no idea man like paul oaken fold George Oakenfold, I don't, I don't know it. Paul, Paul, Paul. yeah, Paul, that DJ Oakenfold. I don't know, man. I thought it's like where you just go. Isn't that the Oakenfold? Have you seen people do that? Have you ever just done that when you're playing? Like I've heard that there's the Oakenfold. Have you seen people do the Oakenfold? I thought it was like a DJ move. What are some DJ moves at all that you you've seen that people do? Not necessarily you do, but you've seen people do. I have no idea, man. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at DJ moves. Actually, we hate DJs, so we don't really... Uh... What's the difference, Justice, between a raclette party and a playboy party? Uh... Raclette is way, way more fun. Yeah. Why is that? Because you guys played a playboy party, didn't you? So you like cheese more than playboy bunnies? Yeah. Definitely. Because we're French. It tastes better. Definitely. It tastes better. And smells better. Lastly here, Justice, I want to ask you about this photo right here. What exactly is going on in this photo? Could you tell us? It was like the, the contract signature with uh, Ed Banger. Just after the raclette. Huh? Just after the raclette, when we got signed to Pedro. And yeah, this has the kind of thing you have to do. I don't know, we're in Australia, we're shooting like for a magazine called Oyster. I think we're just pretty drunk and we're just like... Uh, what exactly are you doing there? I'm posing. And pulling. Huh? Posing and pulling? Mm, yeah, no, it's just a pose. And what exactly are you doing there, Mr. Justice Number Two? Uh, I guess it's pretty obvious, so... Don't call him Justice Number Two. Justice Number One. You're both number one. Actually, yeah. How do you guys do that? Number one, number one? Like, is there a number one? Is it just double number ones? It's a double number one. No, double number two. Actually, because there's three, because there's three groups, right? Actually, three times two, six. No, 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 well, just like, okay, double number one sounds cool, yeah. Justice, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Uh, you know uh, 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 that uh, French uh, TV show about, like, uh, science and stuff? That's called E equals M6, and that's a guy called Mac Lesgy, and you should Google it because you look like him, it's fun. It's like Mac, M-A-C. Lesgy, L-E-S-double-G-Y, uh, and, uh, and it's fun. It's fun. He's like a star. He's a superstar in France, and you just look like him. You could be his brother. It's fun. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Justice. Thanks. Why should people care about Justice? Why should people care, you think? They shouldn't. They should, like, find something better to listen to or... Well, thanks so much, Justice. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do... Doodle-loo-doo. <laughs> <laughs>
You're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardward, a human serviette radio show. You just heard Justice from Paris, France with New Jack. And before that, an interview with from Paris, France, Justice. And before that, Isaac Hayes, Black Moses with Good Love, number six. In the interview, Justice referred to the band The Brothers Johnson. Here is 
the Brothers Johnson with You Make Me Wanna Wiggle, which Justice sampled for New Jack, which you just heard. And then after that, I'm going to play some Justice Phantom, and I'm going to play Goblin to compare and compare how Justice does their samples. The Brothers Johnson.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard from 1982, Goblin with Tenebra. And before that, from 2007, Justice with Phantom. And before that, the Brothers Johnson with You Make Me Wanna Wiggle. And before that, Justice with New Jack. And before that, an interview with, from Paris, France, Justice, Akron, Ohio, The Pagans, another release unleashed by Smogville Records. We mentioned Teacher's Pet earlier on in an Artwork of Human Survey Radio Show. Well, Smogville has also graced us with a brand new live CD documenting the legendary Pagans. From Cleveland, Akron, Ohio, just Ohio, they ruled Ohio, the pagans, known for a six and change, covered by the drags, may I add there. This, though, is a recording of the legendary punk band, the pagans, from Ohio, now released by Smogville Records. And this is recorded in 1988 in Madison, Wisconsin. The Pagans, The Blue Album, live in 1988.
Tender Love Ballad from the early 60s.
G. Allen thing. Next time he comes, you tell him the pagans are looking for him. Check this out. Man, you know. <laughs> this is a song about us and you. I thought it was, but hey, thanks. thanks. They told me it was safe. It's called Us and All Our Friends Are So Messed Up.